Hey there, enthusiasts. Welcome to Hero Talk. I am your host, Judge Greg. On this episode, we're going to do something a little different. We actually recorded a conversation, real-life conversation, that I had with Baron Fang, Goose, and the Dark Princess as we talked about the new Star Wars movie, Rogue One. Now, this is going to be a mini-episode. We only got about 15 minutes in that conversation, and then we veered wildly into something else. But it will give you a chance to listen in on what actual conversations between all of us are like. And we do have a lot of really good points, and I thought there was some entertainment value to it. So listen in for a special mini-episode of Hero Talk on the other side of the music. Oh, and as a reminder, Hero Talk is still a spoiler podcast. Nothing is off the table. Everything is fair game. You've been warned. Enjoy. So Rogue... Rogue One will be uh, worth an article idea, if nothing else, so yeah. win-win for enthusiasts. <laughs> I suppose I'll probably see it when it comes out on Blu-ray. Mm. So are you not super excited for it, or you just don't think you'll have the time? No, I just... Uh, we're, we're at that point where, like, any second now, there's going to be a baby coming. Uh, okay, I wasn't sure about that. I was actually asking uh, Jeff earlier because he said something like, "Oh, he's about to have a baby any day." I don't. I for some reason I thought it wasn't due until like mid January. Yeah, so it's it's any time it could happen. So the idea that I would go to a theater and turn off my phone for two hours is just not going to happen. No, <laughs> don't blame you. Oh, that's going to be so cool. Yeah, nor would I want to go in there and like sit in a movie just to have to leave. Mm-hmm. So, so anyway, so it's just not going to, and then once she's born, obviously, I'm not going to any movies. Yeah. Oh, um, by the way, Goose, before I forget, how glad were you that they cut out that stupid f***ing I'm a rebel, that's what I do, I rebel line? (laughs) Oh, that didn't, that wasn't in the movie? No, it was not. And I would bet dollars to donuts that they got, (laughs) that they saw how much people made fun of that shit and were like, yeah, maybe we should reconsider that. I, you know, either didn't (sighs) see the full trailer or that flew over my head or whatever, but on the way back to the house, Jeff was telling me that and I'm like, are you f***ing kidding? Because that's awful. It, yeah. Like, how how do grown adults hear that (laughs) and go, yeah, yeah, let's get that in there. (laughs) That's awesome. High fives, everybody. Yeah. That's like f***ing putty. High five. (laughs) Let's go home early today. Uh-huh. That's a winner. Uh, but, you know, the fact that it didn't make the cut is proof that they're, unlike J.J. Uh, Abrams or George Lucas, they're actually willing to listen to fucking reason. <laughs> so that's a good sign, which is, you know, mm-hmm. obvious Get when you see the completed product and see how fucking yeah. superior. I hear it's very good. It is. And it's, it, it's, it's not just very good. It's embarrassingly good. Embarrassingly good. Like, they completely overshadowed... Uh, the, the quality of uh, of four, of episode seven, like it's, it's just the battle sequences, mm-hmm. the pacing, the the fact that you actually give a shit about these characters. There, there's, I can't think of a single moment where I was like, well, that doesn't make any sense, or that oh. you know, there, none of that shit. Just I feel like I'm not going to care about these characters though. You know, you because know cause the thing is, is as they have, they're going to create all these characters, but since none of them really play a major role in the rest of the movies, and you understand you can't get too attached to these people. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I think, I'm not going to sit here and suggest that you're going to feel attached to all of them, but I would be shocked if you, if you don't, if it, you don't, they aren't successful with quite, quite a number of them. 
they do they do manage to make them pretty endearing despite the fact that <laughs> you know but uh they they do a pretty good job of that much better job than episode seven did that's for damn sure i, I like like uh, i like the characters in episode seven uh well, I don't know. I mean, we differ, we, we differ on that. So yeah, speaking of Star Wars, we did introduce Jen to um, Yoda's fighting style from the prequels. Oh my tonight. god! Yeah, that, that was interesting. <laughs> Seeing a fresh reaction to that for the first time in however many years. Oh yeah, that was quite bad. Let me. Try, although I'm trying to think, who was Finn? Was the first one? I liked him. Uh, Ray. Who was that? Uh, that pilot that Finn had the bromance po, with? Poe Dameron. Poe Dameron. I actually liked Poe Dameron. I did too. Oh, like I, I don't dislike the character. I, I'm, I mean, from the, in the sense, like there were characters that died in Rogue One, whose deaths were more impactful than Han Solo's, and Han Solo's one of my favorite characters well, of all time. Han Solo seemed to have the worst thought out death. And uh, by the way, it's a way to spoil that people are going to die in this movie. Yeah, I know. Eh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> are you thinking happy ending on this one? I. That's what I thought. Yeah. They Wait, all go and retire spoil... off together somewhere from the rebellion. Actually, in the end, they're all in a church, sitting sitting in the pews, sort of all like smiling at one mm-hmm. another. And why yeah. did it all end in a church? <laughs> yeah, no, I, I it was really really well done. Like they like I I was trying I I, I try to remember remember a single thing about the Star Killer base, and I still every time I go to say Star Killer base, my mouth. Like tries to stop me from saying it. it's just so stupid. I I, I can't, have only referred to it as the Death Star. Yeah, I, I I cannot remember a single thing about that battle. I battle battles being generous, and yet the sequence at the end of uh, at the end of did I say the end of the sequence in the a sequence a theoretical alleged sequence in Rogue One it's was I, I'm trying not to spoil things for Greg in a, uh, in, in Rogue One was uh, so much better done yeah. in terms of pacing in terms mm-hmm. of oh. yeah. just well bear in mind Jen like I've already basically said like listen I'm, I know none of these characters show up in the rest of the movies so it's the Titanic there's an <laughs> iceberg you know like I, I know there's an iceberg that's true yeah. yeah this is the one that everyone's going into like okay yeah. we know what the main goal is yeah. we know how it's going to turn out yeah and there's yeah I, I managed to get over the um why did the japanese guys have to be samurai thing that had me rolling my eyes and just they because they were actually pretty fun characters it was executed very yeah. well i think uh yeah but yeah not not politicized in the slightest there was only one quote in the whole movie and it was one of the best lines of the movie that you could even vaguely sort of tie to the present day and i think that would be stretching and all sorts of films have applicability anyway now what's the actual time difference in there like it didn't this take place during the clone wars no, this movie takes place literally days before the opening crawl of Star Wars A New Hope. I'm talking days. Oh. Huh. Yeah. And it's it, it and and believe me, I was when when I discovered that I was a bit like, ugh, but the way that they execute it is actually really, really well done. Hmm. And Vader. Oh my god, I can't say anything more but fing Darth fing Vader. Oh the best fuck you to George Lucas I have seen in, in forever i heard he loves this movie though oh he does but but i'm sure there's a little part of little fat little george that <laughs> that that, that, uh, that uh, part of him has to be a little bit like chastened by you know yeah. um he the, he made such uh you know for all of the people go on about revenge of the sith being the best prequel you know the shiniest turd of the pick 
mm-hmm. he missed a very big opportunity with the end of Revenge of the Sith, or even the last act. I think would be a better way to put it. I think Goose, that was how you phrased it. The and and the the, the, the uh, you know he he never get that chance again. But oh, nice. And it's a it's an original story, so like mm-hmm. you know why wouldn't he like it? You know that was the number one thing he had a problem with. You know. <laughs> I would have preferred if he just shut up and went away altogether, but I had to admit when I did hear what his criticisms of it were, I was like, that those are my exact criticisms, yeah. so I can't really fault him for that. Yeah, I just, you know, I, I'm, I'm glad somebody who is capable of caring more cares more. Yeah. Yeah, but they, uh, man, the gauntlet has well and truly been thrown down. Like, if uh, I don't, I don't know how much learning there can possibly be, given that you know, episode eight has got to be done principle. It'd have to be, wouldn't it? Yeah, like, it's got to I mean, be. be right. I'm just trying yeah. to think timeline wise. If they plan yeah. to get that well, thing I mean, it's out, coming next out year. next Christmas. So yeah, there's just so much about pacing. What, pa- pacing you can fix in editing. Battle sequences. Yeah, I mean, if you have a lot and you cut it down, you can't just stick in more at the end. Oh. For me personally, I don't think there's an edit of Force Awakens that fixes the movie. Whereas it's entirely possible that if they've got an uncompleted film in eight and they see that the positive reactions to things about Rogue One, that they can take that into account when trying to craft the final product. Maybe I don't know. Um, it's it's certainly proof that you don't. It's certainly proof that uh, not being J.J. Abrams and not being J., uh, George Lucas is not an obstacle to making a good Star Wars movie. Yeah, that's that's certainly been proved, if nothing else. Didn't like the music at all, though. But what are you going to do? Really? I mean, it, they they were very, very obviously made a decision not to to just not to just do the same thing, mm-hmm. you know, and consequently, we're using almost nothing recognizable. And mm-hmm. that was a choice. And I get it. They want to make this its, its own thing. But like nothing about the music was memorable apart from stuff that I couldn't say because it'll spoil shit. But uh, I, I didn't there was not a single piece of music, an original piece of music in the whole thing that grabbed me. And even Force Awakens, which I hate more every day, had at least one piece of music in it that was very well, like I mean, even the Phantom Menace had the, the Duel of oh, the Fates. Yes, Phantom Menace actually had quite a bit of decent music. And actually, Attack of the Clones, very good soundtrack. I have mm-hmm. to admit, the, the music in that was excellent. The way that they managed to work that Imperial March motif in towards the end of that film, mm-hmm. despite the fact that it was a hot mess, the music was good. And Sith had... Hell, even, even the quote-unquote love theme from Attack of the Clones was really good. It's just that so you had the acting didn't match it. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I didn't uh, I didn't much care for the music in Force Awakens either, so I, I didn't expect that I would like this, and I and I didn't. But you know, I don't know. Maybe that's one of those things that maybe on a second viewing I might change my mind on. But like you know, I loved the Star Wars music in the original stuff immediately. Like that was part of the experience from day dot. So that I was able to watch that film and like it as much as I did and not like any of the music I think is a bit of a you know disappointment but it's not a game it's not a deal breaker for me you know no, nothing's ever going to live up to the original trilogy music wise anyway right so what <laughs> like uh, well, I, I'm I never would, going I to would, be I would actually say that Duel of the Fates was probably as important an addition to the uh, to the music pantheon as the uh, the Imperial March was yeah, I, I'd say that's fair. I, I mean, it's 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 not really the fault of the 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 music that it wasn't appropriately used after that. No, 
But, it, I mean, it, I will it, forever associate that song with Darth Maul. And, yeah. you know, and Darth Maul was also a great thing that they decided to just get rid of because it was apparently too cool. Yeah. We've got to make sure there's, people are sure this guy's dead because otherwise they're going to be thinking, oh, maybe he'll come back. Can you, I, I don't know, I do not understand how, how you can, like, jump through those mental hoops and be like, well, we have to kill him, right? Because he's really cool. What? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I love Christopher Lee, love Christopher Lee, but <laughs> I would have been just as interested in seeing more Darth Maul, you know? Mm-hmm. Maybe uh, maybe save Christopher Lee for something else. Uh, I don't know. Um, Darth, Darth Maul should have been the villain of, of, of the, the first three movies all, all throughout, but mm. I don't know. Yeah, anyway, you still could add Christopher Lee in there. I don't want to take away from him because no, I, I'm, I didn't I'm sure hate he Christopher could have been Lee. There. Yeah, but... Yeah. I mean, have him instead of the fucking robot thingy, whatever the fuck his name is. I keep forgetting Grievous. Yep. Better used in the cartoons than he was in the movie. I know. I actually was watching the Clone Wars going, this guy's actually not that bad. <laughs> now that I see him in in this. like, he was Plus, how awesome would a Maul versus Vader fight have been? There is a there is a uh, General Grievous versus like five Jedi scene in Tartakovsky's Clone Wars. Mm-hmm. That is so fucking epic. <laughs> it's it brutal is, too. It he is, way, it is way more epic than it had any right to be. It, to was, be it was ridiculous. It was this like dinky little animation, and it comes off like and the and and the um, the the Asajj Ventress uh, fight with uh, Anakin in the temple in the rain too. Was oh just yeah, ridiculously good. Yeah, yeah, that was really good. And then like, and then you actually saw the regular movie, and you're like, come on, seriously? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And Mace Windu punching that whole robot army out was, was worth the price of admission, too. Even if it did st- stretch credulity a little bit, it was still pretty f***ing fun. I mean, it helped that it was Samuel L. Jackson under there. I'm a bad motherfucker. It says right here in my wallet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. I break your concentration. I break your concentration. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I, I don't... It doesn't make me any more uh, optimistic about eight maybe they'll let mark hamill talk in this one well f- i mean that is if nothing else getting to a chance to see mark hamill who does not get nearly as much respect outside of gamer and cartoon circles as he should getting a chance to see him be the the, the old master knowing what he can do like uh, that that i'm just salivating over you know it that's going to be awesome, um, and I expect there to be a denouement between him and Kylo at some point. That, and if that isn't the fucking lightsaber duel, the end all duels, then then what the fuck are they doing? I mean, that should just be should be awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and he'll probably die. <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't want to say it, but God knows, God knows that's what. I, or Benicio del Toro will kill him or something. Or I will kill all of you. Who is apparently in the next movie as like some random villain that we haven't. Uh, the collector. The collector. <laughs> well, now that all, uh, they're just they're just going thing. all in now. Yeah. All right. So there it was. I hope you guys enjoyed it. If you want to check out any more content, just head over to enthusiax.com. And until next time, this is Judge Greg saying, "I am one with the Force, and the Force is with me." Yeah.